I'm in a store and I'm singing. <laughs> Elf. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Gaming. Drop the gaming. Drop the gaming. Drop the gaming. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another fantastic episode of the Drop Bear Gaming Podcast. This is number one hundred and eighteen. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Not a real special number, I suppose, yeah, but it's, uh, it's it is a number. Yeah. So that's a good it's thing. Even. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it won't be falling over. <laughs> I don't know. That's, oh, that's different to that's balance, good. isn't it? Hey, is 121 a prime number? Yep. I think it is. Sure. So we're, that, we'll remember that in three episodes right. time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing special about 118. I'm, I'm getting primed for that. Yeah. Ooh. Amazon Prime. Because and, Amazon's out in Australia. Well, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So it'd be a, a timely joke. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, so this is us, uh, Matt there and me, Lucas here. Sweet. Uh, here to talk about some games in your ear holes. Um, and we've been playing a few, actually. Um, lots and lots. Well, it's been, we've, we've been postponing this episode due to reasons. So it's yeah. just piling up on us. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Mostly me. <laughs> no, but it, yeah, I don't know. Matt's got a few games to talk about. I've been playing probably more of one game than any other yeah um, I'm getting my um... Overwatch <laughs> <laughs> no, actually I haven't even really played Overwatch much recently it's um... it's dead to you what about Destiny 2 new expansion just came out mate yeah I haven't even considered that <laughs> recently to be honest yeah um, it uh, yeah that's probably dead to me if anything yeah yeah which is a shame because you know it, it, it is it is a good game yeah, you know, out of all the shooters on the PS4, it's online shooters. Yeah, it is a great game. Yeah, you know, it's um, it's well balanced. It's just fucking boring now. Yeah. So, you know, apart from the boringness, it's still and a great game. That um, dra- the dramas with all the loot box stuff recently. So the last time we talked, we had that segment at the end where we chatted about microtransactions. Yeah. Next minute, the whole industry went fucking bananas. Yeah. Chatting about microtransactions. It's good that everyone listens to this podcast. Yeah, yeah. You know, we kicked really, that off. We really got the ball rolling. Yeah, there. we did. Yeah, you know, it's good to hold these companies accountable. That's right. I'm glad that we're in the forefront of that. That's right. Yeah, because obviously, straight after we aired that, um, you know, the Belgium government listened to it. Yeah, and then they went a bit, you know crazy on it yeah I think you you must have riled them up yeah and then there's there some I think senator in the USA yeah um, yeah and there's some people in government here as well that were talking mm. about whether or not it's gambling and all that yeah. and EA pulled them from Battlefront 2 never thought we'd have that much power in the industry yeah exactly but, but we did you know what yeah. six years on nearly seven years on it's yeah. about time we started getting some recognition for our ideas <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, um, yeah, Destiny 2, it came out that they had some uh, hidden code that lowered the... So it'd bring up saying you got X amount of experience points, but it was Mm. actually giving you less than that. Yeah, if you were doing the same things over and over again, it actually... Yeah, it penalised you. It lowered the amount of XP you got 
yeah. as you continued to do it. So, yeah, there was, um, yeah, you know, like the fight about that. Mm, yeah, oh. they, I mean, they they came out pretty quickly and uh, you know said they'd fix it, which yeah. is awesome. But it still caused them heaps of dramas because they were doing streams for their new expansion. Yeah. And the third one they had to cancel because every time they did a stream, people were on there like... Bagging them. Fucking what the hell kind of business are you running yeah. trying to scam us? Which is exactly what they were doing. Yeah. Right? Mm. You can't program a game to milk consumers like that and not expect a backlash when it comes out, especially right. when you're completely trying to hide it. Mm. It's yeah, exactly. Disgraceful. It is. Yeah. I'm sure they made plenty of cash out of it, though. No doubt. Yeah, I mean, so did uh, yeah, EA, I'm sure. Not as much as they would have liked I out of... I think they uh, probably um, lost a fair bit of cash on that because there was a fucking lot of bad meat, bad mm, publicity. Yeah. And EA are already at a disadvantage because they're like the people that you love to hate. The yeah, that's that right. Hate. Yeah. So, I mean, I definitely heard about a lot of people who pulled their pre-orders prior to the game coming out. Mm. Yeah, I guess that's the downside of their EA Access thing because they let people have three days early access. And then it became so well known before everyone else bought it. Yeah, mm. so people had the chance to pull their pre-orders. Yeah. So, but anyway. But yeah, you know, I mean, I guess the good news for them is that they have said that they'll bring it back. Yeah. So, you know, it's just a, a lull until the movie comes out, I'm assuming, and yeah. then... Um, you know, once the movie's out and it's probably made its money, yeah, um, you know, a month or so, moves on to something else. Yeah, they'll uh, slip it back in and then allow people to you know, buy stuff again. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, we can't stop things forever, guys. But you know, we can we can definitely talk about them and get the ball yeah. rolling. Yeah, yeah. flex that drop of gaming muscle. That's right. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, <laughs> just dropping out of trees, landing on publishers and shit. Yeah, yeah, we're eating up their uh, bottom lines. <laughs> <laughs> In more ways than one. So anyway, <laughs> I ain't touching that. It's <laughs> not what you said. No, nah. <laughs> it's not what she so, said. So up. because it's been so long since we fucking hell, because it's been so long since we talked last, and by talked I mean recorded. Yes. Um, I got a bunch of games that I need to talk about, so I'm just going to smash into them, right? Let's do this. So the first one I'll talk about is South Park: The Fractured by Hole. Oh yeah. I'm not sure whether I've talked about this at all on the show yet before, but um, I think we mentioned it. But um, yeah, yeah, it's very similar to The Stick of Truth, obviously, and it starts style. starts directly after it, which is kind of yeah. cool. Like they almost go from finishing that game to go and hey this is boring let's start something different and yeah. it's like bang the new start yeah it's cool they're like we're not fucking playing fantasy anymore we're playing <laughs> heroes heroes <laughs> and so basically the general idea of it is that uh cartman has his group of super friends called coon and friends yeah he's the coon <laughs> and um who are, who's the other group man it's been a uh it's been ages since i played it <laughs> Anyway, I started playing the game. Um, Freedom Pals is the other oh, group. Yeah. yeah, and so basically you're both both the groups are trying to build their franchises <laughs> to get movies and stuff like that, but they're on this mission to find a lost cat and get the reward so that they can use the reward, reward money to kickstart their franchise. Yeah. And, um, yeah, they basically uncover this big 
conspiracy throughout South Park and there's time travel and farts and everything. So <laughs> it's a really fun game. I really enjoyed it. And it's really well made. It's quite different to... St- like, it's similar to Stick of Truth in- visually yeah. because it's like watching an episode of the show, mm. which, for the life of me, for a start, like, the negative of it is that I don't know why the fuck the load times are so bad in it when mm. it's so simplistic visually yeah and secondly i don't know how it took them so fucking long to think to like have the idea of making a game the same as a a show yeah because like for me the only other south park games i've played are south park pinball which doesn't count yeah and i think it was called south park 3d or no south park 64 or something on the nintendo Mm -hmm. 64 and it was was a while back yeah, and it was like a full 3D walking around a three-dimensional South Park, and it was mm. pretty fucking shit. And then you simplify it and just make a game where you're walking around as if you're in an episode, yeah. and it's fucking awesome. Mm. Um, yeah, The gameplay in terms of like fighting is really different. All the fighting mechanics are completely different to the Stick of Truth because you're superheroes now instead That's of right. some different style. Yeah. Um, and it's really fun. Um it's not too frustrating trying to learn that and like there was some mm. things in the stick of truths that I got up to and I was like could not beat the fights yeah and I probably just needed to go and do other stuff to level up but it was really frustrating yeah but, if you do just doing the story then you want yeah. to be able to progress through the story mm. yeah but I never came across anything like that in Fractured Butthole I had some moments where it was challenging where I had to redo fights but nothing where I was like slamming my head against a wall Mm. or nothing that seemed unfair and even though I don't watch the South Park show I haven't watched it in probably 10 years there was still plenty of jokes that made me laugh because there's heaps of fan service in it like a large amount of the jokes Mm. are stuff that require you to have watched it yeah had some idea of the show and some of the jokes even work for me, who hasn't watched it in 10 years, there's stuff mm. like the hunter guys, you can call yeah. them during a fight to back you up and they come out and just start spraying the enemies with bullets <laughs> and they're like, they're coming right for us, <laughs> which is from like at least 10 years ago. Yeah. Right? yeah. And um, so I got some of that. And then there's just jokes that are timeless, like that don't require you to have watched South Park, like fart jokes mm-hmm. and shit like that so well on that if anybody is interested in uh in catching up on some of them and they're a foxtel subscriber um if you've got foxtel and you've got the app you can actually go into their on-demand section Mm -hmm. um if you've got i think a subscription to the comedy channel anyway um pretty much the last 10 years of seasons is on there for you to watch the whole thing so yeah. if anyone's got access to that, then um, you know they can go through every single episode from pretty much the last ten years. Yeah. So nice. yeah, catch up on uh, on that before you play the game or even after. I think it might be on Stan as well, and I know that at least the last two seasons are on the SBS oh, yeah. app yep. as well for free, which is cool. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But yeah, so South Park fractured butthole. Um, did I have any issues with it? I started playing it. I, yeah. I, I didn't play all that much of it. I mean, I I think I mentioned it before, but you know, I think I've owned the Stick of Truth on PS3 and on um, and PC as well on my Steam account for yeah. a long, long time. Um, but I have never actually played it through. Certainly not at length. 
Um, I don't know why. It's just one of those kind of games that I was going to get to and never did. And yeah. then, you know, unfortunately, I think this, you know, fractured but whole is in that same category now. Yeah. Like I've I started playing it, got to the part to the part where you you're basically only really just starting the game. Yeah. Um, you have to leave the house and do selfies. Yeah, you got to do the selfies, and then I kind of just walked up and down in front of the houses that it allows you to do and everyone was like no man we're not going to get a selfie with you you're a dickhead and I was like well fuck this I started playing something else that at the time maybe it was Destiny yeah and I was like yeah I'm going to go and play that and then yeah Yeah. got got distracted but I've still got the um, the Cartman in his coon gear um, little Oh, the collectible, like, collectible figure. figure yeah, That's so awesome. he's sitting there staring at me as I'm watching TV every night. And <laughs> I kind of glance over and think, "Oh shit, I better go and play that game eventually." Well, it's not a bad time for it because I don't think there's many games coming out for the next like three months. Yeah, not big ones. That's Ubisoft for sure. just delayed Far Cry Five and The Crew Two for at least another month each. I think. Wow. Far Cry was going to be February. Yeah. I think it's March now. Okay. And I think The Crew Two was March. I don't know why. I mean, that, both of the obviously it's something major that I want to bring it out yeah, broken, but probably loot boxes, I reckon. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, um, but we played both of those really at, at the EB Expo, and that yeah. was months ago already. But that's that yeah, doesn't. I know it was a yeah. section of it. Yeah. Um, but the you know the the gameplay was okay in both. Yeah. It, it wasn't broken in any way. I mean, I think mm. because they take a vertical slice and then they have guys working on that and ironing ironing out the bugs specifically in that little bit. Yeah. But there's probably in the overarching game there's probably they probably done. come across a bunch of bugs and they're falling behind or something. And they delayed an unannounced new game from an existing franchise so there's a game from an existing franchise that hasn't been announced yet that was going to be 2018 2019 um, probably just dance <laughs> and then, they, <laughs> and then they've, uh, they've pushed it back to 2019 2020 so it could be what do you, what do we got it could be a new Assassin's Creed it could be Watch Dogs yeah. it could be um, what else have they got just dance just dance yeah yeah or um, Rayman it could, oh, it wouldn't be Beyond Good and Evil because they've announced that yeah um, was The Biggest Loser was that a um, <laughs> fucking a Ubisoft game it's major franchises I think. oh okay yeah. alright well that puts a whole new paint yeah. job on these it'd things. be good if it was like a Rayman or something but yeah. it'd be bad because I don't want it to be delayed <laughs> and speaking of weird friggin announcements like for a start why would you announce that a game is being delayed that hasn't even been announced yet that's bizarre. That seems really odd to me. Yeah. But um, Square Enix went on their Facebook page yesterday or the day before and have a photo, a picture that's just like white with text. Yeah. And it just says, basically, we love our fans and we know you are excited about the future. Um, and we just wanted to let you know that we, we're making a new Tomb Raider game. We're just not ready to announce it yet. <laughs> but because we want you to be able to play the game as soon after we announce it as possible. So basically, they're... They're going to announce the game and then probably have like two or three months until the game comes out or something. Yeah. But so they don't want to have that two-year like watchdog style yeah. like announce it and then just have hype for two fucking years. Yeah. So they've announced that they're going to announce it 
later. Yeah. Like, hey guys, surprise, we're making a new Tomb Raider. But we're not the, telling you about it. Yeah, the last two Tomb Raider games were like critically acclaimed, massive, yeah, they were huge. Yeah. So we're all fucking shocked that you're making another yeah, one. Yeah, that's Jesus right. Christ. Yeah, yeah <laughs> so, that's bizarre, isn't it? Um, anyway, yeah, South Park Fractured Butthole. Um, I didn't really have any issues with it except for some of the load times were yeah. frustrating. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you give it? I reckon five out of five. I didn't. It didn't. I know you much. loved the first one. Yeah. Well, I never mm. finished the stick of treat. The good thing is, if you buy Fractured Butthole before I think the end of the year this year, mm-hmm. you get the stick of truth, or maybe sometime in January or something, you get the stick of truth free as well. Yeah. On Xbox One and PS4 and probably PC as well. So, um, yeah, yeah, it's a good deal. I yeah. think it. There's a lot of hours of gaming in both of those. Yeah, so, yeah, definitely. Mm. I think they achieved what they wanted to in the game. It runs well. The story is good. It's a good laugh, um, and the mechanics all work. So I can't see any reason not to give it a five out of five. Nice. So that's, there's that. That's handy. Sweet. That's done. So next is um, PlayLink games, right? Yeah. So, you just. For anybody who doesn't understand them, tell us what a PlayLink game is and what how you play it. Yeah, okay. So PlayLink is a new sort of game style that PS that PlayStation are promoting, mm. and it's basically you can have up to four to six or eight players depending on the games in the same room on the same Wi-Fi connected, connecting your phones to your PS4. So rather than having to have eight DualShock controllers or whatever. Yeah you can have all these people just using their phones as a controller. Yep. So So it's like the microphones. Yeah, it's like yeah. microphones in SingStar. That's yep. one of the playlist that falls in the playlink category. Oh, okay. SingStar. Yeah. Cuz I wasn't sure if it did because it I mean that's been around now for 2 3 years. Yeah. That they like changed from using microphones, microphones to, to your phone. phone. Yeah. 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 So the the latest one is called SingStar Celebration mm-hmm. which is officially a PlayLink game, oh, yeah. and it allows you to use all your back catalogue from PS4 games, not oh, PS3. Okay. Yeah. One of the things that people really get aggravated about SingStar on PS4 is that there's so many ga- songs that they bought on the PS3 mm-hmm. that have not been able to be transferred to your PS4, yeah. and um, they haven't been very transparent with their communication about that stuff. Like it's mostly rights. Handling and like copyright, yeah, and all that fair kind of shit, which yeah. is fair enough. But just but, say that, yeah, yeah, be a bit more, you know, customer friendly. That's right. Thing. But anyway, mm. so um, yeah, PlayLink is using your phone as a controller, so you just have to download the app for that game. So at the moment, there's that's you, which has been out for a little while. Yeah, it was free on PlayStation Plus, which is uh, basically it's like quizzes you play off against each other and it's about how well you know the other person or the other people. Okay, yeah. Stuff yep. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, which is pretty fun. It is good fun. The probably worst thing that I've found in PlayLink games, in particular that and Knowledge is Power, which is a trivia, like kind of like Buzz mm-hmm. and stuff yep. like that. Yep. Like you're using your phone to pick your answers and stuff. Cool, yeah. Um, the only problem with those is that they're a little bit slow. Mm. going from one question to the next so you're kind of sitting there waiting while it's like talking at you oh, yeah, which is okay. a little bit yeah, shit yeah. But, so yeah there's That's You which has been out for a little while uh, and then the latest ones are obviously SingStar Celebration then Knowledge is Power 
which is a trivia game, like I said. And it has interesting stuff like you can um, put debuffs on other players at the start of each round. You get to pick. Yep. And you can put, like, so they, their screen's covered in slime, so they have to, like, wipe the oh, slime cool. off each answer for multiple <laughs> choice questions yeah. to try and find the right one. Or they're yep. frozen and you have to, like, tap, 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 tap to break the ice. <laughs> and then you can get, like, when you get... That's a bit of fun. Yeah, mm. and the people who are losing get more debuffs to throw on other people than the people who are winning. Yeah. And then the person who is winning just gets annihilated. Of course. So you can have, like, triple ice, so you just have to, like, tap, 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 tap. Yeah. And then there's bombs that, like, float across the screen. <laughs> if you touch one, it, like, knocks you out for half a second or something. Yeah. And, obviously, the points you get are based on how quickly you answer the questions. Yeah, yeah. And it is actually really, really fun. Um, the other one is Hidden Agenda, which is a... It kind of reminds me of Heavy Rain. Mm-hmm. Sort yeah. of. It's a... Um, you play a cop, and it's a mystery about finding a serial killer. Okay. And you can play through, I think it's about two hours, two to three hours for the whole story, which is even two to three hours seems a little bit long to have all your friends sitting there with your friends. Yeah, exactly. No one talking to each other. Especially considering I noticed that the battery life of your phone when you're running an app for that long, it tends to burn through real quick. So if you're going to be playing these games for a long time, you've got to make sure everyone's got their charges around. Which kind of defeats the purpose almost. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Hidden Agenda was really cool. Graphically, it is like almost the most impressive game I've ever seen. Wow! In terms of the cinematics, and it looks good on the on yeah. the store. But yeah. I, I saw it on the store and I went, "Oh, does that mean it's uh, you know just maybe not gameplay screenshots or something?" Yeah, and, well, know, because it's it basically great. an interactive movie. Yeah. So you'll you'll make dialogue choices, and it bases on whichever choice gets the most selections okay so three people might choose one and four people or two people might choose the other and it depends which one gets the highest yep and then there's um finding evidence in rooms and you've got to like move your cursor around on your phone to find stuff um but yeah Yeah, it visually looks really really cool and the story is pretty good as well the only problem is i had it crash once i was playing with five people Mm. and at one point one of the people's phones died so he dropped out and we were like yeah that's fine and then we went into the next chapter or whatever and um it crashed yeah it just crashed it was like I think it brought up a dialogue option where we had to select an answer and then it just crashed yeah so I don't know if that was because he dropped out or if it was a bug with the game but then I couldn't get everyone to get bothered. back together yeah. because yeah. I don't know if it continues from where you're up to or oh no it did save it but then we went back in with only four people and it kept crashing oh. so I don't know if they've patched that since then but I haven't had a chance to try it since then um, but yeah Knowledge's Power and Hidden Agenda are both twenty four ninety five, mm-hmm. which I think is not a bad price you, yeah. get, you, can, you can get some pretty good value out of it for a party game and, for um, sure, for that price, it's not too bad. Yeah, and just yeah. the concept is really well done. Mm-hmm. Like we play, we mostly play Knowledge Is Power, and that's you because they're, they're fun. They're fun part. Like yeah. Hidden Agenda is cool. It has another mode where you play off against each other, where one person has a hidden agenda. And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And you've got to, it's basically like the mole or something like that, where you've got to get people to 
do something that's like in your list of things you have to achieve, but without uh, okay. you know that you're basically a spy or whatever. <laughs> so I didn't get a chance to play that mode either, but it seems pretty cool. Yeah, like, that sounds like fun. But yeah, we played the trivia one a lot. Knowledge is power. We played a lot of modes, mm. a lot of playthroughs of that. Um, well, it kind of sounds like, and maybe not as much fun or as, but uh, the Jackbox games. Yeah, very similar. Yeah, because those those are fine. those are great games. You yeah, know, and you can play it. The only thing is, I guess they're not um, they're not edited for age. Yeah, you, know, you can do whatever you want because they're just drawings. Yeah, yeah. You know, well, some of them are. Some of them are. Well, if that's you, you do drawing. Yeah, a lot of drawings and stuff. Like you take selfies and then you have to like it'll give everyone. I think there's one mode in that's you where it selects one person and says you take a selfie of yourself yeah. posing in a certain way, and then it goes to each person. Each person has ten seconds to like draw on it. Oh, okay. It's like I'll oh, make him into a vampire or something. Yeah, and. You like you kind of quickly draw on your phone. <laughs> it always turns out looking like crap. Or oh yeah! It's like pick whose drawing was the best as well. Yeah, those. Yeah, it's pretty fun. <laughs> so everyone's just drawing dicks in old people's mouths. Yeah, and shit. basically. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Yeah, yeah, it's real mature. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, out of the three of them, I include that's you not. Sing Star because we didn't play Sing Star. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, because um, it's kind of hard these days to get people into that in my uh, friends group at least. Like even yeah, I think it's an age kind of bracket. You know, well, we used to do Sing Star at Christmas all the time, mm. and I think for a start, I think singing into your phone is different. It doesn't feel the same as singing yeah. into a microphone. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Knowledge is Power was really, really fun. And, yeah. yeah, it's basically like Buzz and all those games where you have multiple choice. Is it fun? Yeah. Because like, Buzz was good fun. Yeah. You, know, you could play it and it actually enjoy it. could be a little bit quicker, it. though. Yeah. That's the only thing. Because mm. yeah. it explains what each mode is. And once you've played through it a couple of times... You don't need that. It's yeah. like, fuck, just hurry up. Well, that was that Buzz did that as well, but you could just press your button and it'd go... Like, yeah, it'd just go yeah. to the questions, which was good. Yeah. So... But you reckon worth picking a couple of them up? Yeah, I reckon if you have friends who hang out with you and yeah. you do party, like, you can probably, yeah. Like, there's a lot of potential for it if you have friends that come A large family or... Or, yeah, yeah stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, knowledge is power specifically, I would say, is the best for cool. that kind of thing. Yep. And that's you, I think, is still free. On PlayStation, I think Plus, it is. So yeah. Fuck it, if you haven't as well. tried that out and this mm. is something that interests you, yep. definitely give it a crack. Just remember to have your phone charges handy. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. the only thing. Nice. So yeah, that's PlayLink games. That sounds um, like fun. Do you want to talk about? Yeah, I got um, got my gaming on uh, my sports gaming. Yeah. Um, you know, Not with, FIFA. Take with, a break. With FIFA being, um, I don't know, in the bad books. Yeah, just kind of overdone, and you know, I don't know what it is. FIFA's just kind of lost me this year. Um, even last year, noticed that I wasn't playing FIFA that much. Like, I played through the story, but once that was done, it was hard to get to play it against other people. It just yeah. didn't have whatever it was prior to that. Um, it had become like Pez. Um, you know, I don't know what it was missing, but anyway... Um, so, yeah, got uh, got NBA 2K18, um, and 
initially, uh, initially I was really pissed off with it. Um, there's a, it's not a huge learning curve, but it's really, really fucking frustrating. Um, even still, like now, I've, I've probably, I've probably played a shitload of hours on it, um, like 30, 40 hours already. Um, and as fun as it is, it, there's still a lot of randomness to it, which annoys me. Um, you know, like you, you put shots up and for one reason or another, it just doesn't go in. Yeah. Um, you know, like you can, you can put a, put up a shot from the three point line and on the little meter that comes up, you know, it, it technically shouldn't have gone even near the ring. It's, yeah. you know, you've used, you've got like two thirds of the bar filled up yeah. and you know, you've had your shot and it'll go in. And then other times you get it like to within a bee's dick of perfect and like it, it'll miss. Yeah. And it's like, what the fuck? It makes no sense. There's no kind of continual uh, reasons. Yeah. Consistency yeah. at all with that kind of shit. And that really fucking frustrates me. I'd be interested to know how they work it out because obviously all your players have different like three point skill levels and shit like that. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, I did know. Even on previous NBAs, I've noticed that where you can have a guy who's like almost got perfect level three point yeah. skill mm-hmm. and hit it nearly perfectly, and you'll miss, and it's like, yeah, how what, is this a fucking random number generator? Or That's something? right. What yeah, if? yeah, exactly. And it seems to be like that still. Um, I mean, it, there's a lot that's good with the game. Um, you know, I. I haven't really played many basketball games in years. Yeah. You know, and every time I have, I've enjoyed them, but I've really found them very frustrating because obviously, you know, your buttons are different to FIFA and FIFA was always yeah. the game I went to for sports games. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've played a lot of this, a lot more than I probably thought I would. And I'm actually really enjoying the fact that it has, it's called my career mode. Yeah. So you create a character, um, or if you've already got one from previous years, it'll continue through, which is good. Yeah. Um, you can use the app and you can scan your face as well on your phone and yeah, that'll that put it straight good. into the game. Um, and it's fairly seamless on yeah. doing that. Um, Does it look like you? More like Elephant Man, but uh, no, I, I didn't <laughs> do it actually. You the wrong part of your body. <laughs> yeah, it's ass face, man. <laughs> nice. <laughs> no, it's... Um, I don't know, I, I didn't bother doing it. But yeah, I, I created my own character, and I've been playing for a while. Yeah. You start at level sixty, um, and you've got a like you basically get an unsigned like you you go off and do like a competition during you know your off season type thing, yeah. um, like a three on three type comp, um, and then you get drafted, or you know yeah. you get picked by a team, but you're not drafted into the NBA. Yeah. Um, and I thought it was kind of cool. Like I've I've picked one person, and you've get a, you get a list of names that you can choose from. Um, you know, I've, I've obviously got my name, but his nickname is DJ. Yeah, yeah. So the, in the, the game commentators, yeah, can yeah, talk about you. And um, yeah, he's called DJ, and everything in the game 
is based around the fact that he was a DJ. Like he, he played NBA or he played basketball and then at college and stuff and then took a break and focused on music for a while. And then the story is that he, you know, his passion for basketball really came back yeah. and he decided to go back in and try out again and he got picked. So all the way through it, there's a story of him being a DJ. Um, and I don't, I don't know if that's different for the other character names that are in it. Different nicknames, or but, if it's just coincidence that you picked DJ. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. So I'd, I'd like to probably go and try it out, but yeah. I don't want to restart the whole fucking thing. You know, I, I haven't looked into it, but I don't know if it'll actually give you different saves as well. No, yeah. So I don't want to go in and choose just another one and wipe um, your cloud. Yeah, yeah true. Yeah, yeah, and then just disconnect from the net and try it yeah could be an idea um but anyway yeah i I just i found that kind of cool like the storyline is very interesting almost like it's not a real you know like game story but throughout it you meet a lot of the characters from the nba yeah um and it's like the licensing that they've got for the nba is fucking incredible. Yeah. You know, like the, before every game, at half time of every game, and even sometimes at the end of every game, um, there's the, they call it the NBA 2K show. Yeah. And it'll have, I actually saw it yesterday because it's like my son Charlie's right into basketball at the moment. Yeah. So been watching more NBA on TV and, you know, just catching up with information yeah. and stuff. They have the but, 2K show like in real life yeah yeah and and watching it the the commentators before the games are the real ones in the nba tv shows yeah you know? and it's kind of interesting like the way they all bounce off each other and stuff it's it's actually kind of you can sit there and watch the shows during the game does and, that shock yeah yeah because yeah. he was in the last one yeah it's fucking funny it is sometimes it's a little disjointed yeah in, sometimes in it's pretty weird stuff yeah but, it's always funny. But they'll always yeah. introduce it and go, you know, today we've got these two teams playing, um, the strengths of one, the strengths of the other, how they've been tracking for the season, you know, all yeah. that kind of shit. Um, and it's just, yeah, sometimes it is really funny. Like they were in, um, and again, I don't know if this is just because it's the team I'm in, but I, I got drafted to Memphis and I'm assuming that's the same of everybody because I've seen other people running around. Like you've got this city area where everyone is Mm. um and people drop in and out constantly um so you've got like your house kind of things called my court yeah um and then you've got like there's a footlocker and an mba shop and um you know a bunch of other shops and there's barbers and you know there's your manager so you go and visit your manager and get paid and all that kind of shit but there's also other competition areas that you can go to so it's not just you playing games in the NBA and then you go to your training area and you muck around and do drills and stuff but there's like a, a full um, I think there's six courts and two half court games um, that you can go it's like the playground so there's three on three full court games and then there's a couple of two on two half court games you can go and just wait for so I find those really frustrating because you're going like you go and line up so that at, at the side of each court there's like on the three and three courts there's three dots and you can go and line up on those dots and other people can come and join you but 
if there's a a team of three people that are like in a group or whatever um, they may not be lining up but then all of a sudden if there's only you and another stranger standing next to each other and no third person comes along all of a sudden those three will kind of jump ahead of you and they'll just start another game so you've got to just stand there and wait again um, and that's happened to me a fair few times it gets really frustrating because I don't have other people that I'm playing with so it actually gets pretty annoying to just go and re- like randomly line up and wait for other randoms to turn up yeah um, and then of course you know if you're playing if you've got headphones on it's fucking awesome because um, you can chat to other people while you're playing yeah but if you're just a s- single player kind of thing you don't often do that mm. um so it can get a bit frustrating but anyway there's that there's also a place called the venue um which is again just other half half courts and three on three games yeah. um and there's a, a pro section as well that you can go to and um you know there's different challenges and there's house rules so they'll change things like they'll have like a like the Harlem Globetrotters do they'll have like a, a four point spot on the field so just past the three pointers there'll be like a, a place where you shoot from and if you get it in you get four points yeah. um, or you know it has to be like a, an alley-oop and you'll get an extra point or whatever you know like achievement yeah. type things to, to get to just to um, change it up a little bit yeah just to have a bit of fun um, so you, d- you get a lot of points for all the different things you do along that you know and you progress through so you start at 60 for every game you play obviously right at the start you get subbed in so you're just on the bench when you start yeah. um, you might get you know five or six minutes per game um, yeah. where you'll just get subbed in and then taken off um, and you then you've just got to be try and be as effective as possible that's that right yeah time. yeah. so as you progress and you level up you get picked to be a starter and then you get more game time and yeah yeah. so it is actually pretty cool the way they've done it you get like I said you get to meet a lot of the other players in there so there's like um, about seven that I've met so far from different teams and as you travel around and you play these teams before the games you'll actually go up and have a quick chat to each other and it's like maybe have some banter and shit like that yeah and it becomes kind of fun you know Um, go up to Steph Curry and be like yeah try and fucking shoot over here this time (laughs) things like that but he's not in it I haven't met him yet but it's more there's more um, kind of rookies and things like that Um, but uh yeah, it is pretty cool. You know, I enjoy that kind of thing, and it it adds a little bit more to the game than just playing the game. Yeah. Um, but we were saying before about the NBA 2K show, we were travelling around, and we get to somewhere. I think it was a game in Memphis, and um, anyway, as they were doing the show, they said um, to Shaquille O'Neal, they said, "So, what do you like most about Memphis?" And he goes. Oh man, and he's like, oh man, like this massive ass voice that he's got. Um, there is the best barbecue place on this street. It is the greatest. I love it. I'll go there every time I'm here. It is absolutely fantastic. And they're like, oh yeah, cool. What do you order when you go there? And he goes, I order a couple of chickens. I order like a full rack of ribs and a brontosaurus burger. <laughs> and the other dudes are like, how many of these chickens do you get? 
<laughs> he's like, oh, about three or four, you know. <laughs> it's actually really cool. It's kind of yeah. fun. I was just sitting there laughing, going, that's pretty cool. He's got a yeah. great sense of humour, you know, and, and it makes the game well, a bit interesting. I've never watched actual, well, I don't watch basketball really, but I've heard that he's, when he is commentating like that, he's like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and they bounce off each other in the same way. Yeah. Well, so, there's that as well. I mean, in, inside the game when you are playing, they they do repeat things a fair bit, but it's yeah. nowhere near as bad as any other sports game I've played. Yeah. Like, there's... I mean, obviously, there is a lot of repeating that gets done, but it's all it's all done in a way that you don't even notice. Yeah. You know, like, obviously, they're going, oh, yeah, he shoots for a three, and all that shit happens, you know, yeah. but that's happening during the game. Um but even when they're just chatting, you don't even seem to notice that the conversations may be the same. Like, they'll ask questions to each other. There's always a... Well, not always been a lot of games. There's a special commentator. Like, yeah. there was a game I played where it was Kobe Bryant. Yeah. And they were interviewing him the whole way through, like, a half of a game that I played through. Yeah. And it was fucking awesome. That is cool. Like, sitting there just listening to what he used to do pre-game and what, like, he thinks of certain players in the game now and, yeah. you know, what used to happen, like, when he played against certain people. And it was like, fuck, this is awesome. That's a really cool touch. Yeah, yeah. And it, it obviously takes up a shitload of space for them to do that, you know, and have yeah. it... Audio is fucking massive. Like, you can, yeah. you know, try and compress it as much as possible, but... They've added a shitload to this game. And there's like a hundred or more songs in the game. So yeah. you know, every time there's a load or whatever, you know, you, you start a game in a different arena and you're just shooting around, there's a song playing. And it's kind of rare that the same songs are getting played, like yeah. at least enough in a row that you notice it. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Um, you know, my biggest, my biggest frustrations with it and probably the only negatives in the game is that going between things it does take a little while to load so because there is a storyline like you'll get you know you've got your phone and it's very similar to like um gta kind of thing you know you just bring up your phone you get phone messages and then you've got like a list of your objectives and all that shit you got to do but you'll get a message and you'll open it up and it'll be one of the other players or your your manager or something and it'll be like you know, hey man, I've got something for you. I'm going to drop in at your place, and you might be in the middle of doing your fucking team's practice. Yeah. And you you open up your phone and you read the message, and you're like, oh yeah, sweet. You go backwards and forwards with a couple of you know, pre-done text messages. Yeah. And you know, it it just gets a bit frustrating that they're saying things like, you know, come around or do this or do that, and then <clears throat> to go from one thing that you're doing to another thing you go through like two or three load screens yeah. and they can take you know 20 to 30 seconds each yeah um, which is fucking irritating yeah and that's annoying so but you don't have to do it like that like you know there was one happened this morning actually where I was inside the my court so inside my house where I'd been told to go to yeah we had a dialogue and everything happened and then I got another text message as soon as it finished saying hey dude I'm dropping around I'm going to bring you a present and it's like alright sweet I'm already here, so what the fuck do I do now? Yeah. And I was mucking around, like... Just, well, you have to leave and come back. Yeah, so you've got to go out, stand in the fucking lift, which loads, and then you get into the lift and you have the choice of basically ground or room. Yeah. And then you kind of 
I just chose the room again. So I'd got into the lift, it had loaded. Yeah. Then I got out of the lift and it loaded. And it's like, for fuck's sake, you know, that kind of thing gets a bit frustrating after yeah. a while. It doesn't happen all that much and you can just fuck it off and play. Yeah. But, you know, it's it's a big part of the storyline. Yeah. So if you've got a couple that have, you know, like you've just been playing the game and you haven't actually been doing the story, you'd probably have to do that five times to get through them all. Yeah. So people will be lining up outside to get in your house waiting for you to get in the lift and out the lift, you know. <laughs> it's kind of weird. Um, but you the, can't meet them in the lift. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, yeah, get it all done at the same time. Yeah, yeah that'd exactly. be cool. You go on the um, lift to meet someone, you get a message to meet someone, you go out of the lift and they're already there. And like, how the fuck did you get in? Exactly. In yeah, you're breaking in, motherfuckers. Um, um, did you play, I think it's called My Team, which is basically the ultimate Oh, like team the card version. game type yeah. thing? No, no, no. I've got the app on my phone because um, I wanted to have a bit of a muck around with it. But then when I realized that kind of all it does is the photo and then the my team stuff yeah I was I was like yeah I'm not really there's a lot interested. of mini games shit on there as well yeah well, there is based yeah, on but the, two, the last year's one yeah um, I'll have to check it out a bit more because I haven't done any of the team stuff and yeah. it's, it's basically feet like feet for ultimate team yeah so it's and I, I milk you for cash. yeah yeah then uh, I guess the other the only other thing that is a frustrating part of the game is the fact that it does seem to have that randomly generated bullshit in it yeah. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of stuff that basketball's a fucking cool game to play. I've played a shitload of it in my youth. You know, I was in teams, you know, school, the whole lot. I played for fucking years, and I've been playing a fair bit lately with my son as well because he's getting into it. But um, you know, it's it's a hard game to. It would be a fucking incredibly hard game to program because yeah. there is a lot of random shit. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of stuff in it that you can, you know, you you can accept as part of the randomness, you know, like getting fouls and all that kind of shit. Like they have to put that in there, and if you press the attack or you know the the block button and you're swiping at some dude that's shooting, there is a pretty good chance you're going to foul them. So you know you got to go with that. But when it's things like you're doing a fucking layup. You're an NBA player. I don't know. They still miss. Yeah. You know, so you, you've got to accept that as well. But you don't have any control over it. Like you're going, you're running at the ring. You've got the ball in your hand. You press the shoot button within like anywhere of the, like the key. Yeah. It'll just do a layup. And you don't have any control over it. It just happens. Yeah. Um, and so if it misses, you like, it's out of your hands. Yeah, that's right. And you're kind of like, that's for shit. fuck's sake. Yeah, that is yeah. shit. Though. And that's... It, it happens sometimes more often than not. Yeah. You know, like a lot of the times you'll get them in, but, you know, other times you'll miss like four or five in a row and you're like, for fuck's sake, yeah. why am I missing these? There is no reason. Like, I'm doing nothing. Yeah. So how are you punishing me and why? Yeah. So, you know, that can be really frustrating. Yeah, but frustrating. at the same time, you know, you've got to... Just take it with a grain of salt because for fuck's sake, FIFA did it all the time. You know, like you'd shoot and the ball would just fly off into fucking the atmosphere, you know. To the keeper. Yeah, for no no apparent reason, you know. Yeah. And and I get that that's just part of it. They can't just allow you to get every shot because yeah. it's not even going to ever happen. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, seriously, this is... 2K18 is the best basketball game I've ever played. Yeah. Like I said, I haven't played a hell of a lot of them. Not but better than NBA Jam? Yes. 
No, <laughs> definitely not. No. no. Um, there, there's another one actually that uh, I am really keen to get my hands on is uh, NBA Playgrounds, which is yes. the new NBA Jam. Yeah. Um, looks very similar. Yeah. Has you're on like fire, big heads, big heads yeah, all that kind of shit. Um, it's like twenty nine bucks or something, and I'm like, yeah. fuck yeah, I'm going to get that. Yeah. yeah, as soon as I can, I really want to get it because it's a. It, it, it's an arcade game, yeah, you know. Exactly. It's not a sim like this is. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it has that silliness. That's right. Yeah, and yeah. I'd probably add the only other thing that is annoying about this game is the just the money making shit in it, you know. And yeah. I get it; it's got to oh, like be there. Sponsorship stuff and all that. Kind oh of well, stuff. there's a fuckload of that. Like yeah. everywhere you look in this, it's about money. Yeah. You know, but that's the NBA. Yeah. You know, I mean, everything has a brand on it. Everything is labelled. There's there's not one scene. I think the lift actually is the only place where there's not even a sticker. No branding. Yeah, no branding at all. But you're always wearing something that has a brand on it. So there is branding in there because you're in there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's more so probably the, the other side of it, like the... Um, Every time you start the game, it'll come up and say, hey, you've got a gift from 2K. Um, buy 35,000 coins inside the oh, game and get 25% off. Yeah, that kind of bullshit. Yeah. Um, and that That's happens every single time. Like, yeah. Don't you just buy it? Don't you just buy it? Um, you probably could. Because yeah. that's what you do. Like you buy the coins, and then you know instead you use of the coins, start pay for yeah up for upskills and, and yeah yeah. So you can do that. Yeah, because um, it was like that in NBA two K seventeen. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and uh, you know that that's kind of annoying to have that coming up and in your face so much. Yeah, because um, you can just pay for it and get it, at, you know, whatever. But um, that's so, why it's the kind of shit that takes so long because they that like. Maybe I'm cynical, but it just makes me feel like they've designed this specifically to encourage people to fucking pay for my... Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Which I think is really fucking underhanded. It is. Yeah, that's right. And I think the other thing as well is, um, you know, and it's not a big part of it, but there was one section where you meet a player and... Yeah, you, you kind of become friends. You're texting backwards, forwards a couple of times and then you get a message from him saying, hey, dude, I'm at the tattoo parlor. Come down and get a tat. Yeah. And you're like, I don't want to do that. Like, I, I have nothing against tattoos. I actually think yeah. some tattoos are fucking awesome. Yeah. I actually do have a tattoo, but I don't think I need any more. And I, I just don't even want the one that I... Lower back, right? <laughs> on my forehead. <laughs> <laughs> it just says, bloody idiot. <laughs> So, but yeah, like in this, it, it encourages you to get tattoos and I don't see the point of having that in a game. Yeah. You know, like what the fuck? Like there's already, like you're running around inside the game and there's fucking dudes tattooed from head to toe. Yeah. yeah and some of them just do it. customizing your character, I yeah, suppose. And some of them just do it for shits and giggles. Like you can actually see that there's some people in the game that have just gone, yeah, fucking tattoo my face green you know, or shit like that and you're like what the fuck but they've obviously done it as a hey you can do this wow that's cool I'll get that done okay, yeah. Um, but yeah there's just shit like that inside of the story that to me seems like that's that's not something that some kids need you yeah. know for like influence the fuck out of them in other ways but not stuff like that's actually Nikes. yeah 
but not in ways that's going to be like, well, you know, you're not cool unless you get tattoos. Yeah. And it's like, for fuck's sake, come on. You don't need that. Like, that's a social thing. Yeah. And, it, you know, it's a real life thing as well. So yeah. just fuck off. You don't need to be, you know. Anyway. Yeah. I, I, I would definitely rate the game very high though like I said for the for a basketball game it's the best one I've ever played yeah. for a sports game there's a lot more to it than just the game which is yeah. cool um, very feature heavy yeah and, and the other good part about it is that it's not just five on five NBA games like you've yeah. got an option of playing a fuckload of different types of ways in yeah. the game you can even like in your own house you've got a full size court in your house so you can just go there and just shoot for hours if you want to. Yeah. yeah, you don't have to do anything else. Yeah. Um, so that's really cool as well. Um, so what would you give the game? I'd, I'd give it at least a four and a half. Yeah. Out of five. Dialed down from the five because of the load times. Yeah, load times and all the other just microtransaction bullshit. And, yeah. You know, yeah. But apart from that, the game itself, I, I really like, and I'm going to continue to play it. So Fuck yeah. yeah, and I'm actually excited talking about it I actually want to keep playing it (laughs) so that's good yeah Yeah, it's a good thing that's what you want yeah right so um sorry that was a really fucking long ass uh, explanation (laughs) but at least at least I finally got to talk about a game makes a change from me fucking being the one talking for ages (laughs) so um to keep this short and sweet well it's going to be a long episode anyway if you haven't realised that by looking at the duration when you download it (laughs) sorry um but I got two more games Two more? Three more. (laughs) So the first one, just quickly to touch on, is there's a new Ben 10 game that I got sent a code for. It's um, like a standard action game, um, kind of licensed game, where you have the 10 monsters that he can turn into, and they all have individual abilities, which are all pretty similar, really. Um, There's six levels to play through, where you basically just go from point A to the end of the the level um there's some really low level um platforming in it Mm -hmm. and it's mostly just button mashing button mashing to get combos on killing enemies yeah yeah um is it top down it's sort of like isometric from the side sort of thing so you can like move around the level yeah but it's side scrolling basically yeah fair enough um yeah Probably like three out of five. It's okay. it's okay. Yeah, it's nothing special. Is Ben Ten even still around? Yeah. Wow. Okay. I think cool. he has more than ten monsters now, though. Oh, he'd have to. Yeah. <laughs> He's just got a bigger watch. But, yeah. So Ben Ten. <laughs> uh, the only downside that I saw with it was because we've got two kids at home. Mm. I like to let them play games, but only if they're co-op because it's not really fair if it's a single-player yeah. game. Yeah. Except for like swapping controllers but then you kind of have to be watching them because mm-hmm. one will fucking play for longer and then they'll punch each other in the face yeah so of course um, it doesn't have any kind of co-op mode which I suppose is fair enough I don't watch the show so I don't know if there's a second hero I'm sure there fucking is but um yeah don't know so um but for what it is it is what it is it's probably like a 3 out of 5 yeah whatever yeah ben 10 um LA Noir came out again remastered it's on Nintendo Switch PS4 and Xbox One mm-hmm. and it's been five years since that game came out and I really actually before we recorded this I wanted to listen back to the episode where we originally reviewed it yeah. but I forgot you haven't had time yeah it's been you know been back, back to back episodes yeah yeah exactly <laughs> um, 
But yeah, it's definitely uh, reminded me of how much I really like that game. It's so kind of controversial, that game. Like, so many people had differing opinions on it. And so there's things Mm. like, obviously, the facial recognition stuff, like the the whole mechanic of interrogating people where you have to pick a lie. Yeah. It's really fucking stupid half Mm -hmm. the time because it's like... You can tell they're lying because yeah. they're like looking all around. The exactly. Room. They look like they're having a fucking seizure. <laughs> um, but I, I think, honestly, out of almost any game I've played, I think L.A. Noire has some of the best voice acting of any game. Yeah, I um, agree. That was always really good. And I didn't... Like, I recognised some of the actors when I played it five years ago. Playing it now, like, I've watched Mad Men since then. Oh, uh, yeah. And apparently there's, like, 70 actors that are in Mad Men that are also in L.A. Now. Oh, wow. And, like, dudes who are just in, like, one case yeah. where they're a suspect. And you're like, I fucking know you. <laughs> and then you Google them. And even, like, the main dude, Cole Phelps, is one of the minor characters from Mad Men. Oh, wow. Like they just went, well, Mad Men said in the 40s. Yeah, this works. 40s. Let's just borrow all their cast yeah. for a minute. <laughs> um, but, like, yeah, the standout thing for me in L.A. Noir, like, I really enjoy it. I think it's a great game. I mm. think the city, when you're driving around, is fucking dead half the time. Yeah. Like you can go down entire streets that are, like, four-lane streets in a fucking That's city right. yeah. that have not a single car or pedestrian walking <laughs> around. And then you can go on another street that's just chockers. Yeah. So it's like, there's things like that that are really weird. Mm-hmm. But I think the story is really good in that game. If yeah. you can, like, I played through it, disclaimer, this time I played through it using a walkthrough. Oh, yeah. So that I didn't have to fuck around. Yeah. Like, I could go, okay, here's where the clues are and the evidence and shit and find them. Yeah. And not fuck around. Mm-hmm. And I still spent 40-something hours playing wow. it. Yeah. Um, but yeah just enjoying the story without having the stress of like fucking up yeah. interrogation or something like that yeah and um yeah just well seeing you've played it before you've already gone through that yeah I've been so, through that yeah. fucking headache before yeah but um yeah I really enjoyed the story again and some of the like I said the voice acting it's like you've got I, th- I don't know because I don't want to besmirch the fucking voice actors out there who aren't actors in TV is shows a word? and stuff. Be yeah. Is it? Yeah. Sure. Eh? But I guess, yeah, because there's some voice actors out there that are really good, like Nolan North and yeah, shit like yeah, that. Yeah, that get used in everything. Yeah. Mm. And so things like Uncharted voice acting is really good, but you don't get that sort of range of emotion as you mm. do in L.A. Noir, where like you're telling someone that their wife is dead or yeah, you're exactly. accusing someone of something and they're like showing the passion of why they did the crime and shit like that yeah. it's like to be able to watch a person act out being told that their partner is dead or that whatever yeah, it's pretty is hardcore. dead and they do the performance so that it's believable like you're like wow and even like the facial animation is really odd mm. And I think that was one of the issues with it originally as well, was the whole silicon... What do they call it? Uncanny Valley fucking thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, Because some of the animation is real jolty, and it's like you watch them talking, and it's like, wow, that looks really good, and then all of a sudden something will happen that just makes you go like, ooh. (laughs) And, um, yeah, but, like, those moments where they like you can have two people talking in a game and have it be like yeah great voice acting and then yeah. you can have someone yelling like 
I did it because blah 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 mm-hmm. and just watch it and be like wow that's fucking awesome that's yeah. a great performance mm-hmm. and the best thing about it is I thought it was like they did motion capture while the people were acting which is sort of like how they do it a lot these days yeah, yeah. they actually did the voice acting separate to the facial recognition and shit wow so they motion captured the acting and then added on dubbed on the voices yeah and it still comes across as like really well done mm. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, wow, that's cool. I don't know, four, four and a half yeah. out of five. Mm. Because for a start, I don't think it's worth the price that they're asking. I don't either. I think 50 or 60 bucks is the sweet spot for that because it's a five-year-old game. Yeah. It's not great. It's not... Like in like I said, it's really empty in a lot of places. Yeah, just stuff like that that it doesn't match up to how what your expectation is for a rock star game. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I really from it as a story thing, I really really love that game. Yeah, well, I mean the fact that it's almost a standalone in its genre as well. Like yeah, there's, there's been there's a few others that like it. Yeah, like they're similar. Yeah, um, you know, like. Uh, uh, what was it um, Quantum Break yeah like it's similar in that way where it's very story driven yeah. you know dialogue driven kind of show more than a game yeah you know? but there's still very different parts of those two games as well yeah um, well that's the thing LA Noir it's broken up into cases and so and yeah. each one has sort of like the you know it comes up with the case name at the beginning so yeah. it's like you're like, playing an episode that's right yeah yeah, yeah. of like an old LA uh, an old noir style thing mm, yeah. yeah and yeah I mean the fact that it hasn't really been done again mm. is pretty huge yeah you know? and, and it was Australian wasn't yeah it? made in Sydney yeah. yeah so there was a lot of dramas around that at the time yeah them going bankrupt and all that kind of stuff yeah but that's why I think it's not like a lot of remastered games you look at them and you're like eh like why bother and yeah. I think this one is a good one because like you said there's nothing else really like it mm. and despite the issues and the weirdness with the faces and stuff like that I think it really is the kind of game that people should play yeah. and at least experience yeah. once maybe not play through it because like I said I put 40 hours into it it's long and that mm. was using a walkthrough but still doing everything get yeah, all that's the collectibles right. 100% yeah. in the game to get the platinum trophy yeah um, but yeah there's, I just feel like that's the kind of game that suits being remastered so that more people can experience it mm-hmm. like they've done did they fix up all the driving and driving through other cars and people and oh I didn't really notice any bugs like that yeah because I remember that being really weird like yeah. the way I fell through the world Twice, I okay. think, where I jumped over fell like in a, a manhole. <laughs> oh, I jumped over a ledge, and all of a sudden, I'm under the city, and I'm like, "Wow, this is fucking weird." And then yeah. I'm just still dropping and dropping and dropping <laughs> forever, and never dying. I was like, "Wow, this is really weird." Yeah. <laughs> But um, it's funny that, isn't it? Because that hasn't happened. Like it does happen in games every now and again. Yeah. Um, I remember it happening in um, Watch Dogs a few times to me. Yeah. The original Watch it Dogs. Happens in those um, kind of sandbox games. Yeah, yeah, and it's just bizarre. It's like you fell into a crack or something, and then yeah. you're like, "Oh, that's." And happening in Destiny to me, Destiny Two, where you get you like you get stuck on too. a rock, but you're literally stuck in a rock. Yeah. Yeah, it's you know, like turning, and it's usually when I'm like exploring somewhere that probably I'm not supposed to. That's right. Yeah, but um, yeah, yeah, but yeah, La Noire, 
the soundtrack I fucking love. I mm-hmm. just love that old 40s swing music. Yeah, and it suits too. this the game perfectly. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just driving around and you're just hearing like a yeah. you know swing some swing in some on the radio it's pretty just, cool I just think it's across the board I think it has obviously it's five years old mm. it could have been better but for what it is I think it's a really really good game yeah and people should fucking try it out cool um, the other the last one that I'll touch on is Need for Speed Payback it came out recently I think in the last episode I said I wasn't sure if I was going to get it or not yeah so I ended up getting in a Christmas present and Laura let me have it early. Nice. And then she was like, now I know whatever. She's got me a bunch of presents. Like she got me a new chair for my desk in, nice. in our home office. Yep. Because it's um, one of those ones where you can push a button and it's sort of like free floats. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it doesn't click back in anymore. So you, <laughs> I've got it. I've got a spare bed in my office room and so I lean the chair on that so that it doesn't fucking <laughs> fall over all the time and, but if you move it if you move it a little bit and then you lean back you'll just like fucking fly <laughs> <laughs> and yeah it happened because I knew that that was starting to clap out yeah so I always left it locked and then she used it one day oh and, no and I could never get it to lock back up again so she bought me a new office chair for a Christmas present. Why is that a Christmas present? It should be just a replacement. That's what I fucking said. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> she got it delivered to home and she wasn't home and they just uh, left it out the front. So I come out, I really? came home. Who left this brand new chair? It says office chair up the side. <laughs> <of it. laughs> so she's basically at this point, she's like, I know all the presents she's got me. Yeah. She's like, I'm going to take Need for Speed back and wrap it up. You can't have it. <laughs> but, um, yeah. On the day you open up and go, yeah, thanks, love. Well, because I, I got it off her mm. because I said, oh, I really want this game, rah, rah, And then it came on special knew. from yeah. Black Friday. And I was like, oh, I should buy it. And she's like, no, don't. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah. So, and then one of my mates got it and I was like, oh, he's playing it. She's like, here, you can have it. But I was playing L.A. Noir at the time. Yeah. So I put it in, patched it and everything, and then just put it aside. Oh, no. She's like, oh, are you playing it? I'm like, no, I've got to finish Ben 10 and L.A. Noir. <laughs> and she's like, why don't I even give it to you? Shit. Anyway, so I've been playing it. Um, it's very similar to the previous Need for Speeds, like Need for Speed Rivals, and the last one, I think, was just Need for Speed. Yeah. Um. The difference in this one is that there is five or six race types. So you've got race, drift, drag. So there's drag racing where your car pops up on a fucking oh, wheel, wow. wheelie, yeah. like quarter mile drag racing. Yeah, that's cool. Which is really cool. And it's like... I thought you meant that there was different types of species, but no, it's like <laughs> yeah, different no. races. Yeah. yeah. So race, okay. drift, which speaks for itself, mm. drag, um, off-road. So there's, cool. you can drive off-road now and... There's certain have... areas where if you come off the road, you can just drive for ages just in oh, the cool. fucking desert. Yeah. Um, do you have different cars for that? Like if you do it... Yeah, a, so... Like you get a Subaru WRX well, for the off-road? The, it's a bit odd in that way. So yeah. there's dealerships that you can go and buy cars from. And if you buy a car from an off-road dealer, then it is an off-road car. Okay. But you can get... Like you can get a Porsche from the race dealer and you can get a Porsche from the off-road dealer. Cool. The only difference is that it's specified as an off-road car if you get it from that one. Yeah. So it sort it has of, more traction on tuned, the tires well, and that's yeah, it's it. It's tuned differently. <laughs> yeah. But then if you go to a race type race yeah. or a drift race, 
you can't select an off-road car. Mm-hmm. <coughs> so you have to level up five different cars. Yeah. At least. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. The downside there, it's an EA game. It's specifically designed to try and sell you yeah, exactly. microtransactions yeah. because you get these things called speed cards, which are basically loot boxes. Every <laughs> time you finish a race, there's three cards. You select whichever one you want, it turns it around, and it's one of six parts, um, a turbo, an ECU, head, gearbox, or fucking whatever the sixth thing is, yeah. right? Mm. And then each one of those has different bonuses, whatever, skill points or whatever. Yeah. And you've got to slowly upgrade your car's level, and then you'll get a race, and it's like, you need a level 340 car, and your car's only level 280. Yeah. So you've got to go and replay old races. To get better. Yeah, and if you buy a wow. new car, it doesn't start at the level that you're at. It starts at... Bottom. Well, it depends on the car. Okay. So you can yeah. buy a car that's at 240, or you can buy a car that's at 100. Mm. But then there's derelict cars that you can get as well, where you've got to find the chassis. So you beat a race, like a series of races, and you beat yeah. the boss, and he goes, here's where the derelict car is. You okay. go there, you get the derelict car, and then you've got to find four parts spread around anyway, the whole map. Yeah. And it has like a hand-drawn map to for each part, okay. so you can find them. But then those cars always start at level 100. So if you're up to the part of the story where your racers are asking you to have a level 340 car and you want to use that new car you've got, you've got to go to a tune-up shop where you buy the cards. And they restock every 10 minutes. So you'll buy the cards to upgrade your car and then wait. And then it it restocks and it has stuff that's the level that you are now. Okay. So you buy new ones, yeah. blah, 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 blah. But it also has a thing where you can use spare parts that you get to okay. roll like a slot machine for a card. Holy crap. There's like three three slot reels. One is the car part. One is like um, the brand. Mm-hmm. This is like five or six different brands. And if you have three of the same brand, you get a bonus. Yeah, that fair enough. Yeah. And the third one is um, what your bonus is. So you can have an acceleration bonus or a nitrous bonus or shit like that. Yeah. And you can lock one of them. So if you go, okay, I, my car has a shit gearbox. I need a gearbox, yeah. Select gearbox. Or if you want to get a bunch of nitrous stuff, you lock nitrous and the other yep. two are randomized. Mm-hmm. And it uses three spare parts for each one, each spin that you do. Yeah. And there's a chance that the thing that you get is the same level as what you have or a few levels higher. So you can slowly build up. Okay, yeah. You get the spare parts by opening loot crates. Oh, wow. That you get for finishing each race. Yeah. They're called like a shipment. And there's (laughs) base shipments and premium shipments. And you get the base shipments by finishing a race and it unlocks a base shipment or you will do a challenge for that day and it'll give you a base shipment which you then open and it has things like um, tyre smoke colour and nitrous colour like superficial shit for your yep, car yep. and then spare parts and money okay, and you yep. use the money mm-hmm. to buy the cards from the tune up shop and you use the spare parts for that slot reel thing yep. but then you can use your own money to buy new cards um, so it can be a little bit frustrating when you get to the higher levels, like for example, I've been doing a lot of racing with a race car, and then I go, okay, I've got a drag mission to go to, mm. and there's not that many drag race missions in the game. So, so what's the point in like 
leveling that up too much and it's a shit car to drive around anyway yeah. because if you go from a stop every time you're from a stop and you accelerate it pops a wheelie <laughs> and you can't fucking steer for like two or three seconds <laughs> so it's really frustrating to drive yeah but so I did the first drag race missions earlier on and now I'm at it where it's like you need a level 280 drag car or something and my car's like 150 yeah so I'm gonna have to fucking dick around Mm. to try and level it up to the level required yeah yeah. and that is really annoying Mm -hmm. but um, apart from that all the racing and stuff super fun yeah really fun game it's just that and like I said I'm a cynic about it all at this point where Mm. I just look at it and go you have designed this specifically to sell microtransactions Mm -hmm. and it's shitty yeah and it it, it yeah. detracts from the game and it just extends the game for no yeah. purpose yeah which really fucking frustrates me mm-hmm. um, yeah, it wouldn't be so bad if it was just the superficial stuff mm. but the fact that that whole speed card thing with the fucking slot machine and all that kind of shit yeah, it's, that's funny because they've actually put it in your face that it's gambling yeah you know, like making it a slot machine it's yeah. like yeah, we'll buy more stuff to gamble more. Yeah. Like, there's no other way of yeah. seeing that, you know? Like, if they did it some other way where it was not going yeah. to fucking Vegas to play the slot machines, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It almost, it's almost to the point now where I can't remember a way to progress in a game that isn't loot boxes. Mm. Yeah. It's so widespread now. Like, fucking just have it so that your economy with the money... Yeah. is tuned in such a way that you can't afford the best cars until you reach a certain part of the game. Yeah, that's right. Like, you can't sell tra- microtransactions that way, but at least that way it's a fair progression. Yeah. Because yeah. it's just frustrating. Mm. If you've got, like, 12 spare parts left and you want to fucking upgrade your gearbox and you're spinning gearbox, 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 and it keeps giving you shit ones that aren't as good yeah, as you've that's got, right. it's like, fuck, man. Yeah. It kills a game, doesn't it? Uh, it's just irritating. But, um, yeah, in general, I think that's the main difference, the speed cards and the different race types. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, it is a really fun game. And yeah. it's got enough content that um, it keeps you busy. The dialogue, you mentioned repeating dialogue in NBA. That happens all the fucking time in Need for Speed. Oh, like really? You just randomly be driving and they say random stuff and it'll mm-hmm. be like, a phone because you the story is that there's three of you you're a crew of three people and depending on the race type depends on which of the people is you are mm-hmm. so if you're driving a drift car you're this guy Mac and if you're driving a race car then you're this guy Tyler whatever okay yeah so you'll be driving along and it gets to a certain time because it's there's a day night cycle so it'll be sunset and you're driving as Tyler and he goes oh I love this time of day it's something Oh, God. You know, and he says it fucking every time. And then yeah. there'll be a phone call. It's like, hey, man, if you're near the airfield, can you stop at this place and get me some burgers? And the other person goes, those burgers are fucking trash, dude. And she's like, yeah, but I really like them, so just get them for me. Yeah. And I've heard that like 20 times. <laughs> so that's real frustrating. And But it's also, the annoying thing is, it's an EA game, right? So it has good music. They generally have good music. Yeah, yeah. The only thing is, I can never fucking hear the music. 
and I've turned down the effects and turned music level all the oh, way up, wow. and you can still barely hear it. And then there'll be periods of time where there's no music, and I'm like, "That's weird. What the fuck's going on?" Yeah. So, and that's what you want when you're playing a racing game is just to be able to listen to tunes and race. And race, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. there's things like that that are a little, little weird. bit weird, but um, yeah, overall, it's a pretty fun game. I'll give it a four out of five. That's pretty good. So our episode has gone for almost an hour. a very long time. Um, I just want to say really quickly about NBA 2K, the the prices of these loot things that you can buy, yeah. like they do give you, constantly give you offers yeah. to buy something and then you get X amount for free. Yeah. But they basically go two bucks yeah. for like 5,000 coins, which is probably playing... Three games will give you five thousand, roughly. Yeah. Something, some maybe two games. Yeah. Um, and you can, like, the more you level up, the more expensive everything is to buy, of course, yeah. right? Yeah. So it goes two bucks, five bucks, ten bucks, right? Ten bucks will give you thirty-five thousand points. Yeah. Um, twenty bucks, fifty bucks, a hundred bucks. And then it keeps going. That's it. You can That's buy a hundred bucks. bucks. Yep. Um, That'll give you 450,000 coins, and that's probably enough to get you maybe to, at a guess, maybe nearly 90. Yeah. So it still won't get you there. You'd have to do that again yeah. to then get to 99. So if you wanted to buy your way through the game, it'd cost you 200 bucks minimum. At least. Yeah. At least. And that's a guess. It might even cost Plus you more. paying 60 or 80 bucks for the game yeah. in the first place. That's right. Yeah. So, I don't know. yeah. Anyway, I just wanted to add that because that's it's a big part of the game. Yeah, and it's they do push it. I yeah. didn't notice that even in two K sixteen, I think. Yeah, it was like pretty blatant on top of the ultimate team style stuff. Yeah, that's like. right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, but that's how they make their money. That's it. Well, anyway, I think we should wrap this one up. So our next and one, seeing it's a Christmas episode, that's a, a really good segue. Yeah, nice. Well, the next one should be out in the week between Christmas and New Year's and that'll be our game of the year one and we may or may not have a special guest yeah we're we're trying to put that together um, someone who's pretty close to us so yeah it'd be good if we could get that guest on yeah cool but either way we're going to have a game of the year episode with uh, our standard you know really well thought out yeah, um, well planned. Yeah, well yeah. planned. I thought you were going to say. I thought you were going to say our style. standard intro from Lucas. Hello, everybody. But, yeah, I'll do that anyway. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, so why not email us and let us know what your game of the year is, and uh, we yeah. will talk to you. You can hear us from Fo- us fo- soon. Hopefully, really soon. Yeah. <laughs> All right, thanks. Email us at, by the way. Yeah, podcast at dropbeargaming.com. Thank God someone remembers that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool. All right, thanks, I hope guys. You enjoyed the show. See ya. See you later.